This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. And I'm just going to say this real quick. If you like us, subscribe to us. Let other people know that we're out here so that they can join in the discussion that's going on here. Today, the question that I want to answer is, what is a healthy debt-to-income ratio? Now, why am I talking about this? Well, this is a question that I learned the answer to when I, my very first time I went to go see if I qualified for a home loan, for a mortgage. And in this process, I qualified, but the lending officer, and I can't believe this, but she she said, now, do you have student loans? This is yes, but they're not in repayment yet. She's like, okay, great. So if we can possibly defer those, uh, a little longer, we could probably get you qualified as long as we don't include your student loans. And I, at the time, it just I was like, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, I like the way you think. Um, but hindsight, 2020, when I think about this moment, I'm like, man, I was so dumb to not see the red flag in that. Um, because having included my student loans into the whole mix of my debt-to-income ratio, uh, I would not have qualified. So, uh, I mean, that's a big deal, right? And so if I had gone through with it, if I would actually got that mortgage, excluding the monthly payment for my student loans, I would have been in a world of hurt. And I cannot believe that that lending officer would have allowed that, that that was her idea of, Hey, let's just defer it. Let's not quite include that. And we'll get you approved. Hey, yeah. Like, uh-uh, no. So um, since then, I've uh, been looking at my debt-to-income ratio. I've uh, I've learned a little bit more about that and some good things to know for that. So uh, what is a healthy debt-to-income ratio? Well, the magic number that has been defined for this is 36% of your gross income. So uh, what is what is debt? What is that uh, considered? So that's your, uh, could be rent payment or, or like another home loan. That's a car payment. That's student loans. That's pretty much any loan, uh, in, including credit card debt, like whatever you're obligated to pay whatever is counted against your credit every month, okay? But this is typically loan payments, okay? So 36%, okay? However, the max is 43%, all right? 36% gives us some wiggle room for changes in our income. You know, we might uh, take a new job and it might pay just a little bit less or, our income, we might get sick and and lose our job, and uh, we're relying on some other form of uh, financial aid uh, month to month. So 36% just seems to be that happy, healthy balance, 
while you are allowed to borrow up to 43%. So highly not advisable. If you're taking out 43%, ooh, uh, you will be living paycheck to paycheck. You will be house poor uh, if you're maxing out your debt to income. So uh, keep that in mind. So how how is this number figured out? Well, it's your total monthly debt payments divided by your gross monthly income. So we're, we're not taking like um, your, your annual salary, your, your total home loan, uh, the entire value of your car loan. Uh, we're just looking at monthly payments, month to month, uh, divided by your gross income. Obviously, if you have dual incomes, uh, that number goes up. This sort of thing. So it's uh, when applying or considering your debt to income, it's total uh, debt, total income. So if you're buying a home on your own, obviously um, you really need to reduce the amount of debt you have or increase the amount of income you have. Um, or if you're uh, you and your partner are uh, going in on a loan together. Uh, that's, I mean, it's just double everything, right? So if you both have loans, well, uh, you just need to make sure that all of that comes within 36% if you're looking to be qualified or to get what you want. And the more that we can eliminate other loans in our lives, such as we pay off the car, we uh, pay off our, all of our student loans. And then if we go to apply for a home loan, we can reasonably afford more of a home uh, because we have eliminated our other debt. Okay, so <clears throat> when looking to get a home loan, which is a really big purchase, evaluate your other forms of debt and you can figure this out yourself. Okay, you don't need to go through the whole process of applying for a home loan and have them do a hard pull on your credit to see if you qualify. You can add up all this yourself. You can add up all of your loan payments and you know what your income is. So just divide your loan payments by your gross income before taxes and it'll give you a percentage. That is your debt to income ratio. And the closer you can get that to 36% or less, the more likely you're, you will qualify for the home loan generally, but the lower your debt to income ratio, the more home you can probably afford. And you might not want to afford more of a home. You probably have a target payment that you're shooting for. For example, you might be able to afford a $1,500 mortgage payment, but you don't want to pay $1,500 a month. You're more comfortable at the $1,000 mark. Um, and that's just an example. So. Uh, keep that in mind. I, I've heard a lot of stories of of lending companies who are like, great, you can buy a home that's XYZ and your mortgage payment is $2,000 a month. Oh, well, I don't want to pay $2,000 a month. Thanks, but no thanks. Good to know, but thanks, but no thanks. Okay, so be very, very, very aware of your financial situation and what you would like your financial situation to be. Just because you can afford a, I mean, by the numbers, a more expensive mortgage or, or whatever doesn't mean you have to. 
Okay, there are other goals in life. There are other things we can do in life. And if all of your money is wrapped up into the mortgage, you can't reasonably afford after that uh, traveling or furniture for your home or home improvement projects or savings goals, right? If all your money is going to your mortgage because you've maxed it out or you've accepted you know, the risk of having a higher mortgage payment, uh, I, you just sacrifice other opportunities in life uh, that are probably just as good as being a homeowner, but you just have to evaluate your priorities, what's important to you, and what you would like to see, not only in the near future, but in the long term. Okay, so being able to afford um, a home, having a healthy debt-to-income ratio, um, are I think those are great things, but there's more things in life than that. So figure it out. Again, uh, our debt-to-income ratio is our total loan payments divided by our gross income for the month. Okay. Uh, if you've already established a budget, you already know what those numbers are. It's just a matter of calculating it out. And you're golden. You're so good to go. And from there, uh, if you're at or below 36%, perfect. If you're above that, you can start making educated decisions on what you can eliminate to bring that number down and to start achieving and accomplishing goals that you want. So with that, I hope this has helped answer that question. What is a healthy debt to income ratio? If you have more questions about it, I'd love to talk to you about it and hopefully help you guys out. So uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow in our next episode. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdebt.com.